This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 220 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today, it's Key Security Services. We have Ruth Ann Powell. Now, she and her husband, Key, own Key Security Services. Ruth Ann, how you doing? Wonderful. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you for making time for this. You guys do a lot, and uh, I know our listeners are eager to hear. So why don't we start with Key Security Services. Tell us a little bit about what you guys do. Well, thank you for asking, Charlie. So what we do is we provide peace of mind to homeowners and associations by taking care of their hard security needs. We install and we service uh, locks. We service access control systems, vehicle gates, barcode scanners, telephone entry systems, um, burglar alarms. We do home automation. We also provide surveillance cameras and we service automatic sliding doors. Wow. Okay. So I knew you guys did a lot. (laughs) And I I love the concept of providing peace of mind because, uh, you know, especially uh, I'm sure you have folks who move on from here in the, in the uh, summer months and come back. And certainly that's, uh, you're always left wondering, you know, is the place secure and, and all that, right? Correct. I know some of our listeners are wondering a little bit about the history of the company and the fact that your husband, his first name is Key, right? K-E-Y? Yes. And we get a lot of comments on that. And believe it or not, it's completely a fluke. My father-in-law decided to become a locksmith after he had Key. When he had Key, he was in the military. And he just thought it was a cool name. It means son of a fiery one. And I guess he thought of himself as a fiery guy. So he got out of the military and he started a locksmith business here in Naples, Florida, following his mother's parents who were snowbirds from New York. And uh, Key grew up working in the business, holding the flashlight for his dad and learning to be a locksmith himself. And Key, and earlier in his career, was doing business and property management, and he just got tired of working for other people. He got the entrepreneurial bug and wanted to go into business for himself, and my father-in-law said, why don't you be a locksmith? So we bead. So here we are. We started off as a locksmith, and when Key saw that security was increasingly going electronic. He decided to branch off into access control, surveillance cameras, burglar alarms, home automation, vehicle gates, and automatic sliding doors now. So we work under our own electrical license now. Wow. So automatic sliding doors, is that for residential or is that a commercial service? It's more of a commercial application. We really brand ourselves as a locksmith for associations and condominiums. And that's a need that they have. And so we've really worked at that particular niche and excelling at being great service providers for that particular niche. I don't know. I I thought it'd be pretty cool. Like, you know, if uh, there was facial recognition as I get near my house and the the sliding door is automatically open. So you had me excited there that, well, Charlie, that might be coming. I'll tell you, when we went to ISE convention last year, the big hot topic was facial recognition, and it wow. is coming. Wow. And I think it'll probably hit associations and condominiums first because it is going to be a big ticket item. But imagine if you could walk up to your condominium 
and use your face to get in. That means no keys at the pool. That mm. means no fobs mm. to keep track of. Your face does it all. And no one can borrow your face. So now we don't have to worry about homeowners giving out their fob or their key to their yeah. friends or relatives because they can't give away their face. That's awesome. Wow. Well, I'm sure you guys will be right on top of it when that time comes. Very cool. Absolutely. We strive to be on the cutting edge of technology. So how about, are there any myths in your world that you hear about in the security side or the locksmith type services? What do you hear? Well, there sure are, Charlie. And one thing that people don't realize is that locksmithing is actually not a regulated industry in this state. So it's not a licensed profession. So anyone can claim to be a locksmith. And that's one of the problems in the industry is that a lot of people will have call centers in New York and they'll have a lot of different business names and phone numbers that all lead to that call center. And ultimately, the people they're dispatching are not necessarily highly trained and not necessarily committed to this community. And so they you know, will do a lot of bait and switch type situations where they'll give you a really low service call price. But when they come, there's some special circumstance that makes it a lot more. And so it really pays to know a local locksmith that's committed to this community and their own reputation. There's another myth, Charlie, and that is the other side of it, that people don't realize that to install security cameras, you do have to have an electrical license. So the other side of our business, the electronic side, all the low voltage work we do, like the access control and the burglar alarms and the home automation and the surveillance cameras, that requires an electrical license to be doing that type of work. So as much as locksmiths are not regulated at the moment in the state, the electronic side is regulated, and we do work under our own electrical license for the, that side of our business. Wow, did not know that. You know, with all the different licensing that you need in Florida, I was surprised that a locksmith, uh, you can just, anybody can, can start that and be a locksmith. Wow. It's a little scary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> How about when you guys aren't working on the business, what are you doing for fun? Well, we have a family. We have four kids. We like to travel. We like to do outdoor things. We like to camp and we like experiences. What's your favorite place to go? What's your favorite destination? Well, Charlie, one of our favorite destinations is Westgate River Ranch. We love to go there every year at Thanksgiving. That's one of our family traditions. Wow. And where is that? That's on the other coast in Western Florida. Okay. And, you know, Charlie, going back to the myths, another thing I wanted to highlight was that sometimes customers get the wrong idea about cameras and they kind of think that cameras are like they are on CSI, where you can use any kind of camera and catch license plates and catch uh, the somebody's eyeball and bounce off the signal and get some type of special feed. And cameras really are very specialized now. They have something called analytics where they act like little computers. But you do have to have special cameras to get that quality of footage and to get that kind of functionality. So sometimes people get the idea that cameras can do things that um, cameras can't do. So it, it's important to understand what it is at the end of the day you're, you want before selecting a camera. Is, is that something you Absolutely. guys like? Yeah. So Sometimes people will try to use regular cameras to capture license plates, and they're just not high quality enough to do that. So... Or they'll they'll use they just they just have wrong ideas about what cameras can and can't do. But absolutely, when you're working with a contractor, you need to know exactly what type of product you're purchasing and and what it can and can't do for you. Yeah, 
Yeah. Wow. So what's what's your process like when someone's interested in a security system? How does that flow for you guys? Well, when someone calls us interested in either a burglar alarm or surveillance cameras or any other product um, that is high dollar like that, where it's a larger bid, we would send our estimator out and he would give them an estimate and then they would either approve or not of the estimate. And if they approved it, if it was a significant amount, which I'd say like over $1,000, we would collect a deposit, a 50% deposit, and then we would purchase materials. And when they came in, we'd schedule a time to get out there and install it. Super. super. So within what comes to mind, a, uh, a hardship that maybe uh, you guys have been through, could be personal, could be business. Uh, looking back now, getting on the other side of it, you say, hey, we're better for it. We're stronger. Absolutely. Well, the struggle that comes to mind is just starting a business. You know, when you start a business, you can't take a paycheck for a while. Uh, to get our business started, I worked full-time and took care of the kids in the house while Key worked full-time and rolled everything back into the business. And we did that for many years. Mm. And at the time, we had young children as well. So it was it was a fight working that many hours for that little pay <laughs> and trying to see it as a long-term, a long-term project and not get discouraged. Yeah, and that's a got to be a constant battle back then where yeah, like you said you're working your tails off and juggling you know a bunch of things including raising young children and there's no guarantee you know and that's that's the you know what I think the general public doesn't really understand with business owners is that not only are you risking everything in the beginning but and it's become apparent now with with covid-19 that every day you're risking and and um it's, I guess, always in the back of our minds. So kudos to you guys for hanging in there and, uh, you know, building a, an awesome business from what I can see. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I have to say one of the things I've really enjoyed about building a business is the camaraderie I feel with other business owners and even managers of, of businesses um, that struggle equally and w- work those hours that we've worked and put in the time and the effort. And as you said, everything is a risk and sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. You know, we all get lucky in business. Those of us who are successful and we just spell luck a little differently. It's called, you know, B-L-O-O-D-S-W-E-A-T and T-E-A-R-S, right? Um, It's a, it just doesn't happen on its own or wishing and hoping. So, You're right. Uh, I like yeah. to say luck favors the prepared. Yep, yep. That's yeah, great. So one thing you wish our listeners knew about key security services, what would that be? Well, something that I, I feel would be nice if people understood is that sometimes you can't, when you're dealing with a complicated electronic issue, you can't always fix it on the first pass. Sometimes something that's going on with a door, an alarm system, or an access control system, it could be multiple faceted the problem could be multifaceted. And so you fix one portion of the problem and it might uncover another. And so I wish people understood that sometimes um, when we're working towards a solution, we can't have it as quickly as they would like. Those who would like a solution, how can they uh, find you guys? Where should we send them? 
Well, they can call our office at 239-687-8494, and we do answer that phone 24-7. They can also come to our shop. Our shop is located at 3893 Mannix Drive, Unit 503, Naples, Florida, 34114. And they can visit us at our website, www.key2security.com. Terrific, terrific. Tell us a little bit about the shop. What can uh, we see at the shop? Well, Charlie, the shop is more for working than it is for seeing. We don't have a... a um, floor displays or anything like that, but I do meet with customers and Key will meet with customers at times yep. to discuss projects. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, it's, it's always nice to have a face to face and uh, even, even, even with six feet apart, right? With uh, absolutely the social distancing. Well, terrific. Well, Ruthann, we uh, wish you the absolute best and appreciate again your time uh, today on the Good Neighbor Podcast. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate this opportunity. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.